Ads are annoying, but ad blockers prevent publishers from making money. What if you could support your favorite websites, YouTube creators, Twitch streamers, social accounts, and many more ad-free and without paying anything, and even make some money yourself? It's not a pipe dream, it's airtime. Go to airtime.bogosity.tv and get the browser extension and you'll earn cryptocurrency for the sites you visit. And so will the publisher. This is not a crypto miner. You and the publisher will both get part of the reward from current miners of the BitTube cryptocurrency, with no middleman taking a cut. Even if the publisher hasn't signed up yet, his tube will be put into a dedicated wallet that he can claim upon sign-up. You can also use your tube to tip publishers and even purchase products. Airtime monetizes users and publishers with no ads or crypto miners. Go to airtime.bogosity.tv and start making money now. Welcome to the Bogosity Podcast for the week of the 3rd of February, 2019. The podcast that trades your heroes for ghosts. This is your host, Shane Killian. One quick thing before we get going. For those of you who are asking, the airtime extension has been re-enabled in the Firefox add-on site. So if you've been waiting for that, just go to airtime.bogosity.tv and install the add-on. Now let's inosculate the news of the bogus. And we've talked about swatting. This is where someone generally online gets your address somehow and calls the police or the FBI or someone and makes accusations to elicit a heavily armed police response to you. And the next thing you know, they're busting down your door and shooting at you. A serial swatter is someone who does this more than once, and they convicted a man, Tyler Barris, of serial swatting, which was responsible for taking the life of a Kansas man. They've just charged three others of working with him on charges of conspiracy and conveying false information about the use of explosive devices. One of them was charged with hiring Barris to swat individuals and a high school, so apparently there are swatters for hire out there. Another worked with Barris to make two phony bomb threats at a high school and threatening a school shooting. The third worked with Barris to make a bomb threat at a video game convention in Dallas. Barris's final swatting that led to the death was over a Call of Duty grudge match. Barris phoned police in Kansas from his place in California, telling them that he was a local man who just shot his father and was holding hostages. Police raided the home and shot and killed 28-year-old Andrew Finch, a father of two who wasn't even a party to the dispute and didn't know any of the men involved. By the way, the total amount of the grudge match that led to all of this was $1.50. All this over a buck fifty. Barris pled guilty two months ago to a total of 51 charges and is due to be sentenced on March 1st. He could get between 20 and 25 years. This is something that just isn't getting enough attention overall, since it's a problem of the militarization of police and symptomatic of their tendency to overreact when the facts just don't call for it. A single phone call from a random person gets the police to show up at someone's house and kill them. You cannot blame that solely on the squatter. It's a problem with law enforcement officers that have no accountability and no policy of a reasonable response to these calls. It's good that the FBI is taking this seriously and going after the offenders, but there needs to be some police accountability here. Swatting won't stop until we deal with the issue of outrageous paramilitary police who have practically no accountability whatsoever for their actions. 
say, if you're tired of the promos in this podcast, well, the patrons got it early and with no ads or promos. Just go to patreon.bogosity.tv and donate at any level. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? If so, go to bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins, and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary-aged children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law, Leonard Reed's I, Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain, or regulations passed in the name of safety, and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 a piece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash Tuttle Twins. People need to be able to give their honest opinions online, especially on review sites such as Yelp. There is a line where it becomes defamatory, but Yelp's terms of service forbid such posts, and they remove them when they find them. But simply writing a negative review is not defamation. You'd think that a law group would understand when something isn't defamation, but apparently Hassle Law Group doesn't, at least when the negative review is about them. One of their clients rated them one star and said they had refused to follow through on their obligations. They responded by suing their client for defamation. The main culprit appears to be Don Hassel, who somehow got a California court to agree with her and order that Yelp take down the review. Yelp, to their credit, refused to do so. This, thankfully, was overturned by the California Supreme Court because, as we've discussed repeatedly, Section 230 means that websites are not responsible for the actions of their users. Hassel tried appealing to the Supreme Court, but they declined to hear the case, which means the California Supreme Court decision stands and Section 230 lives on. Hopefully this won't be temporary, but there are plenty of other cases out there waiting to continue the decimation of the very concept that made the internet great to begin with. For example, the Wisconsin Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case in which a website advertising firearms is being sued because of a mass shooter who purchased his guns on their website. Yelp praised both the California Supreme Court's decision and the U.S. Supreme Court's refusal, maintaining their finding that everything published in the review is entirely true and therefore cannot be defamation. Quote, We are happy to see the Supreme Court has ended Hassel's efforts to sidestep the law to compel Yelp to remove online reviews. This takes away a tool that could have been easily abused by litigants to obtain easy removal of entirely truthful consumer opinions. Hopefully most websites out there are like Yelp, and not the ones we've seen recently like Facebook, YouTube, WhatsApp, and Twitter, who have been willing to give up all Section 230 rights because it suits their own political agenda. As we've seen, such actions always backfire, and they end up making things worse for everybody. If you're on the Wi-Fi in a coffee shop or hotel, anyone on that network can get your traffic. Do you really trust all of those strangers? For that matter, do you really trust your ISP? 
A VPN can protect you from prying eyes, disguise your location, and even foil government censors. It's essential in this day and age. So go to vpn.pagosity.tv and you'll be taken to BoxPN. Starting at just $2.99 a month, you can get unlimited high-speed connections to VPN servers all over the world. And they don't log connections, so your privacy is assured. Traveling abroad, just VPN home, and don't worry about what those other governments are doing. Back at home, stop your ISP from traffic shaping and messing with the quality Internet access you're paying good money for. You can connect from multiple machines at once, including your smartphone or tablet, and it supports all the secure standards, including OpenVPN and SSTP. Bypass sensors and surveillance with your own secure VPN connection. Go to vpn.pagosity.tv. And speaking of YouTube, we've been talking for years about the abuse of things like their community strike system, which we ourselves have been victims of several times. Well, now we have proof of what we've suspected all along. The strike system is being used for outright extortion. The Abby Raids channel got two completely bogus copyright takedown requests against their account. The scammers then contacted him and demanded $150 to avoid making a third, which would have resulted in the termination of his channel. Abby Raid says he has received precisely zero help from YouTube. He can't even get in contact with them, and one of his appeals was inexplicably denied. Quote, It's not fun, and I'm going to be really sad to see if my channel gets terminated. Then I have to go through the process of getting in contact with YouTube and stuff. YouTube is very broken, and I want to see if they can fix their system so this doesn't happen to other content creators. That's right, YouTube is not stepping in, even in a case of clear criminal extortion. This is illegal in all jurisdictions, but it's completely permitted by YouTube's strike system. Of course, if this doesn't result in his channel being terminated, the strike sound effect means that his channel will ultimately benefit. He's gone from over 5,200 to over 8,500 subscribers just in the last two days. It'll probably be even higher by the time this podcast goes live. But the sad fact is, as I've been pointing out for 20 years, and as this is just one more example of, this is what the DMCA was always meant to do. This is not an abuse of the system. It's why the system exists. To make things difficult for small and independent producers so the giant publishers can continue to rake in money on their outdated business model. And remember... Europe is now working to mandate such a system on all websites, and the big publishers are not brooking any exceptions. They know this kind of abuse will result from it, and they don't care. We live in a world where light bulbs connect to the internet, and recent attacks on them prove that your online security is under threat like never before. Not only your websites, but the internet-enabled devices you buy. And the biggest problem is weak passwords. That's why you need LastPass. LastPass allows you to randomly generate strong, unique passwords on the web and on your internet-enabled devices, all protected by one master password. LastPass sets up in minutes and gives you secure automatic logins throughout the web, synchronizing across all your browsers, all your computers, and even your mobile devices, at home, at work, or on the road. It even securely stores sensitive form data, including credit card numbers, backup sensitive documents, software licenses, Wi-Fi logins, and more. 
And with LastPass Premium, you can get these benefits on other applications, manage passwords for your entire family, and also get priority customer support. Sign up at password.bogosity.tv for a free month of LastPass Premium. Log in securely everywhere using the last password you'll ever have to remember. Go to password.bogosity.tv and get LastPass now. And now let's hyper-oscillate this week's biggest bogan emitter. Guess who? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the gift that keeps on giving as this week she completely loses to a fact-checker but claims victory anyway. It started when Glenn Kessler of the Washington Post fact-checked the following statement of hers. I think it's wrong that a vast majority of the country doesn't make a living wage. I think it's wrong that you can work a hundred hours and not feed your kids. I think it's wrong that corporations like Walmart and Amazon can get paid by the government, essentially experience a wealth transfer from the public for paying people less than a minimum wage. Do I need to give you all a minute to pick yourselves up off the floor after laughing so hard? You don't need to be a journalist at a major news outlet to see the numerous problems here. Only about 2% of American workers make the minimum wage, and none of them work for Walmart or Amazon. They both have starting salaries well above the federally mandated minimum. They certainly aren't paying people less than the minimum wage. That would be illegal. A hundred hours at minimum wage will be $725. Average meal you can fix from groceries bought at the grocery store is about $4. Less if you're judicious, but that would be about 180 meals. This would feed a family of four for two weeks. And you can easily get that far if you're just a schmo with a podcast. Kessler made a lot of other good points. For example, quote, The living wage is not really a measure of income, but of living costs before taxes such as food, childcare, housing, transportation, and other basic necessities. It does not include meals in restaurants, entertainment, or vacations. It is often misreported as an income figure, but it cannot be easily compared to income such as a minimum wage, even though it is. And, of course, it's going to vary based on where in the country you live, but lefties like Cortez love ignoring that part. He also pointed Cortez to a United Way study that showed that 43% of households don't earn enough to pay for housing, food, childcare, healthcare, transportation, and a cell phone. But 43% isn't a vast majority. It isn't even a majority. Her spokesman pointed them to Social Security Administration data that shows that 54% of wage earners earn less than $35,000. But if you make over $33,000, you're in the top 1% worldwide. So how much of this is a first world ivory tower viewpoint? He also showed figures from Ryan Nunn that said that 67.7% of full-time workers and 61.9% of all workers earn at least $16.07 an hour, and that the median hourly wage is $21 for full-time workers and $19.60 for all workers, showing that even the United Way's numbers are way too high. He ended up giving her three Pinocchios, which is way less than I would have given her, but then he put way too much stock in the MIT living wage calculator, in my opinion. So anyway, he contacted her for a response before publishing, and I guess she figured she had to be preemptive with the damage control because she took to Twitter prior to its publication. Quote, Me! I don't think billionaires should concentrate wealth while employing people who are sleeping in cars, working a zillion hours to survive. Next day, that will be 10 Pinocchios to Ocasio. Zillion is not a number, and I found someone who sleeps in a tent, not a car. As if that is equivalent to pointing out that someone has been majorly wrong. 
The feud went on for days. She claimed Kessler used a report by a Walmart-funded think tank when it was really from Jason Furman, former chairman of Obama's Council of Economic Advisors. She then suggested that Furman left the Obama administration to become a lobbyist, and Kessler replied with a link to his bio showing that he's not in any way a lobbyist. But Cortez, like most politicians, just couldn't admit that she was wrong. Quote, I am criticizing the rationale of saying that we should trust a questioned source paper because of a standing friendship and ex-admin because neither preclude the possibility of revolving door politics. If the tweet read as though I was going after Jason Furman specifically, I apologize. Yeah, considering that's who you were talking about, why should anyone think you were going after him? Moron. But it's like she said to Anderson Cooper when he called her out on this, quote, there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than about being morally right. But you cannot be morally right if you aren't factually right. Uh, come on! By being preemptive like this, she knew that she was shoveling it. She wasn't being an idiot. She was being a liar. So that makes Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez this week's biggest bogan emitter. You can save 15% or more at Amazon when you pay with Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash. Just go to purse.pagosity.tv. You can set your own discount. 5% gets you fastest delivery, or you can set it to 30% or more if you're not in a hurry. Purse makes it so easy to save money at Amazon by buying with crypto. Just go to purse.pagosity.tv and start saving now. And now let's deblabberize this week's Idiot Extraordinaire. And this week it goes to federal judge Brian S. Miller, who has the unusual and discommoding distinction of being a bigger idiot than Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Arkansas, for some reason, thought they could pass a law making anti-Israel boycotts illegal. Every company doing business with the Arkansas government must sign a certification that they are not boycotting Israel. The Arkansas Times, to their credit, refused to sign. As a result, the paper was prohibited from having a contract with Arkansas College. The Times teamed up with the ACLU to have this law declare the unconstitutional monstrosity it so obviously is. You'd think this would be obvious, but bewilderingly, Judge Miller sided with the Arkansas government. Quote, The Times is unlikely to prevail on the merits of its First Amendment claims because it has not demonstrated that a boycott of Israel, as defined by Act 710, is protected by the First Amendment. I have no idea how to respond to idiocy of this magnitude. Has Judge Miller never even read the First Amendment? And in case you're thinking that he's ignoring the numerous precedents saying that a boycott is protected speech under the First Amendment, not only is he aware of those precedents, he actually cited them. Quote, First, a boycott is not purely speech because, after putting aside any accompanying explanatory speech, a refusal to deal, or particular commercial purchasing decisions, do not communicate ideas through words or other expressive media. Such conduct is not inherently expressive. What does this moron think a boycott is? Here's his reasoning, if one might bastardize the word enough to call it that, quote, 
It is highly unlikely that, absent any explanatory speech, an external observer would ever notice that a contractor is engaging in a primary or secondary boycott of Israel. So, it's not free expression if observers can't tell what's happening without actual speech explaining it. And that means the government is completely free to punish them for doing it. Consistency check. If they can't tell that it's a boycott without additional speech, and no additional speech is made, then how is the government supposed to be able to tell it's happening in order to punish them? Here's hoping a higher court gets it right and tosses this law out like the garbage it is. It's probably too much to hope for that they toss Judge Miller out like the garbage he is. But, boycott or no, First Amendment or no, you have the right not to do business with people you don't want to. And you have the right not to buy products you don't want to buy. I find it a bit remarkable that no one seems to have thought about that angle. So all of that makes Judge Brian S. Miller this week's... Idiot Well, that wraps up this Space Cadet Glow edition of the Bogosity Podcast. Come join the discussion at discord.bogosity.tv and feel free to send a question, statement, news article, or rant in text or audio to podcast at bogosity.tv. This podcast depends on you to keep going, so please donate to Shane DK on PayPal, or if you want to use crypto, you can donate at altcoins.bogosity.tv. You can also contribute at patreon.bogosity.tv or subscribestar.bogosity.tv to get the podcast and YouTube videos early and ad-free. Or just visit my YouTube channel or website using the Airtime extension at airtime.bogosity.tv. Thank you for listening. Until next time, here's a quote from Valtorine Declare. Anarchism says, make no laws whatever concerning speech, and speech will be free. So soon as you make a declaration on paper that speech shall be free, you will have a hundred lawyers proving that freedom does not mean abuse nor liberty license, and they will define and define freedom out of existence. Let the guarantee of free speech be in every man's determination to use it, and we shall have no need of paper declarations. The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. Bogosity. You can now get two free audiobook downloads and a 30-day free trial at audible.bogosity.tv, your choice from the world's largest selection of over 180,000 digital audiobooks and spoken word content for your iOS or Android device, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audible.bogosity.tv now.